And welcome into Fantasy Baseball Camp. This is episode 18 you're listening to. I've got myself here and we got Will over there taking a jug, a chug of that hydro jug there. What you uh, what you drinking on over there, Will? Yeah, you know, just sipping on some Edge Fitness Performance electrolytes here, trying to get replenished. Shout out Edge Fitness Performance and Jacob Westerhouse. What's that stuff do you for? Is you getting ready for your next get you for your next workout hydrated before bed? Yeah, for some bizarre reason, I'm trying to get back into running, which is uh, the struggle right now. So I got to make sure I'm staying hydrated. Got to get the didn't you? Uh, didn't your doctor uh, just tell you to stop running because you broke your legs? <laughs> or one of your legs? Uh, pretty much, basically. You know, touching thirty years old, stress fracture, and the knee felt like the end of the world. <laughs> so. I'm try- yeah, I tried I, telling you to choose a bike instead. Uh, yeah, I may take you up on that. You can go further. <laughs> it's a little more fun. But I say that I bought a bike and I've I've gone for like three rides in three years. Yep. So good for you for <laughs> for getting into cardio shape. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Touch back base with me at the end of the summer. We'll see how it's going. <laughs> yeah. So again, this is episode 18, uh, Fantasy Baseball Camp. If you're not following us on Instagram, uh, we're Fantasy Baseball Camp. That's our handle. Give us a follow there. We're at we're halfway to, over halfway to 100. I think we're at 66 right now followers. Um, if we could get to 100, that'd be a, a a great milestone for us in our short uh, seven week uh, existence of uh, podcast. Uh, so this episode, episode 18, we're going to get into second base review. Will and I here are going to look at the top performing second baseman and rebuild second base tiers. Um, Will, do you want to go over what we set up as our, uh, I see four tier list. Yeah. So we kind of broke it down into four tiers, tier one being, you know, the elite guys, you know, the, the best of the best. If you got them, they, you don't even look at look at them in your lineup each week. Don't even think about taking them out. Yeah. And then uh, tier two is near elite, pretty much the same thing. They're your guys, you know, that are probably 50, 40 points below those elite guys. And then tier three, we got the good starters. You know, you're they're doing good enough to stay in your lineup. There's nothing better available kind of thing. And then tier four is the bottom tier we had, which is wish you had better, you know. <laughs> you're just struggling to get by at that position this week being second base. So. We'll see where some guys fall here shortly. Yeah, that that last tier is uh, one that you you wish you had someone better, someone you're just playing matchups and who's hot. Um, some some positions are that way where uh, you just you you, ha- you drew the short straw and you're just playing him while he's hot and you're trying to wait for him to 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 not be hot and find the next guy. That happens sometimes with positions, and I feel like second base is always that position if you don't have an elite guy. Yeah. So it's been very up and down. Yeah. Uh, so let's go through this list of, we're going to go through the list of year to date guys, uh, the top second baseman. So of course, actually I'm going to pull up a different list. Year to date's pretty obvious right now. I'm going to pull up the last 21 days for the month of May. Cause I feel like it's kind of obvious if we just went through the top 10, no, what do you say? Do you, do we go through the top ten? Yeah, because Jonathan India is yeah. one, two, three, four, five. Doesn't mean he's yeah. the fifth best second baseman in our minds. 
Yeah, I would do that. I would go through like the top ten or so, ten, five, ten, okay. whatever. I'll I'll list I'll list the guys off looking back and forth between. So let's go with how about first Jonathan India. Jonathan India for the years batting two ninety for the Reds, former rookie of the year, two ninety, three eighty one, four fifteen. Um Will, how do you feel about if this guy's on your team? Where where does he fall in tiers? I would say he's probably tier three, a good starter. I, I certainly wouldn't call him elite or near elite based on, you know, last year and this year. I mean, he's doing great right now. It's one of those guys, like, you ride it because the wave is hot. But, I mean, you never know. That could change. But based on, do you know, everything else, other guys, I would say he's a good starter, tier three. Right. He doesn't play for a good team. Um, in the last 21 days, he's the ninth overall third baseman. Not third baseman, second baseman. I was seeing the word tier in my mind. He's the ninth overall second baseman. Um, but I think he's limited by playing for a bad team. He's got the bonus of playing in Great American Ballpark. But yeah, I agree. He's a good starter. If I were to, if I had him on my team as my second baseman, there is looking up. There are better second basemen that you'd have on your team. Yeah. So that's uh, Jonathan India. Tier three, good starters. You want to? You got a, a list up? You want to go back and forth with listing yeah, can, second I'll, baseman? Yeah, I'll throw out a name here that I see in the towards the top in the last twenty-one days and overall is Glaber Torres. Man, you know he's had a good year to date this year. Kind of, I think we've talked about him before on here, but was it twenty? Let's see, 2019, he was very, very good, and then he kind of fell off in 2020. In the end he hasn't of last... been the same since. He hasn't no. been the same since. No, not even close. But at the end of last year, he showed signs of turning back up, and he's kept that going this year, honestly. I mean, 2019, he had 38 home runs in his yeah. second MLB season. That's That's fantastic value for a second baseman. This year, he's got nine home runs already. Um, with his overall batting line, 264, 351, 467. Um, the walks to strikeouts look very good, too. 27 Ks to 25 walks. I mean, that's that's very solid. Yeah, for second baseman, um, he, he's, he's in between Tier 1 and Tier 2 for me. Um, he, he's on a hot hitting Yankees team. He's going to get run chances. He should get stolen. He should be stealing more. He's walking a great number, great RBIs. Um, I almost want to say, uh, I'd be very happy to have him as my second baseman and I'm going to put him. What do you think? Tier one? Or are you going to argue with and think tier two? I'd pretty much agree based on the, you know, if you look at the overalls right now and there's such a drop off once you get to a certain spot. I would say year to date and what we're looking at right now, I would say, yeah, like I would, if I have him as my second baseman, I'm not looking at the waiver wire for second base or looking at second base trade options. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm look at his trends from week to week. He, since week four has scored uh, about 22 points. I'd say on about average. And I, you really can't ask more from a second baseman for that. That's a, that's a good second baseman. Yeah, I would agree fully. So, okay, um, another second baseman. How about Nico Horner? Nico Horner, I think the surprise fancy player at second base of the year. 
I'm not going to say the surprise, but a surprise. How about that? I'm not going to get my own Cubs player all built up and everything. Um, but Nico Horner, definitely a surprise for the year. Batting 295, 342, 405 for the year. He is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth overall second baseman. Um, you can't really look at his past 21 days because he's he was on the IL for uh, the minimum stint. Uh, but yeah. where where do you where do you fit in uh, Nico Horner? I would say near elite is yeah, where I, I would agree. put him. And I mean to miss eight games and still be where he's ranked in the overall is pretty dang solid. Right. Um. He's got. Let me see if I'm looking at this right. Yeah. He's got three weeks that are above 25 points, which is stout. And it looks like he's contributing in several categories. Honestly, he's getting a couple some steals are there. You know, run scored, decent amount of RBIs. The home runs are lacking a little bit, but as long as you're contributing in those other categories, you know, that's that's fine. We've seen that, how the game's changing a little bit with the steals. So Yeah, he's got 12 stolen bases. Um, he has been a great leadoff hitter for the Cubs, uh, especially with Dansby Swanson behind him. It seems like Nico gets on with, via walk or a hit. Steal second and Dansby hits him in. Cubs win one zero. That's what it was for the for, for the month of April at least, when the Cubs were, when the Cubs were fun to watch. Right now the Cubs are losing seven to one to the Mets, um, which isn't terrible. We won we won yesterday. So, uh, anyways, yeah, I agree with you. Nico Horner there is is a near elite because he doesn't have the track record. You don't know if this is gonna fall off in the month of June. Um, but you're going to ride that wave, and he is putting up near elite points. So how about that? Yeah, I would love to have him as my second baseman. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can, if he, I was looking at it, his lowest point total, you know, before that eight-day period, which spanned across, you know, two scoring weeks, was 15 was his lowest before that, which that's pretty good. If your Fantastic. players get a minimum of 15, that's to me, that's solid. If 15 is the minimum, you know, the floor. But So I, I like what I see from him from a fantasy perspective. Yeah. Why don't you grab another name for us? Sure. We're going to go with one that's popular at the top. I think we know both know where he's going to go is Marcus Simeon. He is 30 points ahead of the next highest scoring second baseman. Well, did he do this last year too? I feel like he signed that big contract and you didn't hear about him. He was third second baseman last year. Third scoring second baseman. With only 505 points. Mm-hmm. Man. But his last year in Toronto, he scored 593. In Oakland, he scored 608 in 2019. So this and guy yeah. can put it up. 2021, he was number one scoring second baseman with 593. So he's had two 550-plus scoring years. Am I looking at that right? Maybe three. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what I love about him is the consistency. He's done it several years, and he's in a very good Texas lineup. There's no reason he shouldn't score 550 plus again this season. So I'm I'm putting him in elite for sure. Like no no questions about it. Like in fantasy baseball, to me, I think consistency speaks volumes in that. And for him to score that high, you know, numerous years is he's got the pedigree. Yeah, yeah, he's got the pedigree, stout. and he's hitting in the number one offense in baseball, and that's the Texas Rangers. So he's got a lineup around him. Whether he gets on and gets hit in, or he's hitting guys that are already on base in. Um, he leads all of second baseman with 40 RBIs. 
What about all of baseball? Where does that fall with RBIs? He is fifth overall in RBIs and all hitters. So that's a strong hitter to have at your second base. Um, yeah. He's number three scorer overall hitter wise in fantasy. You got Acuna and then Freddie and Marcus are tied at 205. So he's tied second wow. actually. So for a second baseman, I mean, if you didn't spend a lot of, a lot of draft money on on Marcus Simmon, hopefully you're doing good. You're probably you're more more than likely doing pretty good. Yeah, I, I fully agree. <laughs> so the guy I'm gonna we're just gonna jump right below, which is hard to think about. Who would you rather have on your team as your second baseman, Marcus Simeon or Mookie Betts? Well, <laughs> the way I look at it is if you have enough outfield depth to where you're playing Mookie at second, you're probably in a great spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. if you like, it's crazy that Mookie has second base eligibility to begin with. But if you're fortunate enough to have a stacked outfield and then be able to slide him in the second base slot is pretty big to me. It's similar to kind of RPSP argument in a way. Like, I know it's different, but to have a guy who is very productive as an outfielder but be able to have the second base eligibility and be the number two scorer currently at second base is pretty solid. There is a big jump difference, though, between Simeon and Betts. That's about 30, uh, 30, yeah. 30 points. And then there's 16 between Betts down to Glaber Torres. So this yeah. one, second base falls off after a while, after a little bit down the list. So who would you rather, who would you feel more comfortable having as your second baseman, Simeon or Betts? Uh, Simeon, still, based on his points over the last four years. Mookie's been a high scorer too, but Simeon's been consistent there. Mookie's, I think he had one down year. Did we, we talked about him the other day? Uh, Mookie? I don't think so. I see. I don't recall. Maybe it was off pod. I think we talked about him. He maybe 2021, he did have a down year. He only hit 23 home runs. He must have been injured. Yeah. I just like Simeon's consistency. You know, that many years above 550 is, is, is hard to beat for me. He's stealing base. He's got seven stolen bases to Mookie's one. And that used to be Mookie's thing, like uh, home runs and stolen bases. Um, that's really where he, once he left Boston, he stopped stealing bases. It's like, you know, wonder if, you know, hey, something's wrong with the legs or, hey, I got the contract. I don't have to. I got guys around me. I don't know. But, yeah, Mookie Betts, I agree with you. Marcus Simeon um, is is not an, a face of baseball that you see, but he is a stud uh, MLB player and fantasy player. Yeah. I agree. So another guy um, we'll mention then, how about Max Muncy? How do you feel about Max Muncy? Streaky. <laughs> He's a streaky, <laughs> streaky. A streaky hitter who is home run dependent for your fantasy points. We saw that. Like, I think if we looked at this list after week three, he was number one. He was probably, I think he was number one hitter he was overall. Number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a 37 and a 43 point week. Since then, he went 8, 16, 5. 22 last week and now he's at 1.5 so it's Sheesh. it's extremely extremely home run dependent he's gonna bat for a low average 204 so it all depends on the matchup essentially so what what tier do you have him falling in then man i i'd still say looking at the rest of the list i would keep him in near elite just for the potential 
it's it's iffy for me because, I, like I said, I like consistency, and he's so up and down, depending upon those you know big home run weeks. I basically, right. So if he if he wasn't streaky, how about this? If he wasn't streaky, he could be elite. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. So that's that, could, that fits that near elite tier. Yeah. 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 That's a great way to put it. If he could bring that average up to like two fifty, you know, if we go from yeah, two hundred four to two fifty, uh, he would jump. Yeah, that that kind of poo poo is looking at the list we have right now with tier two being Nico and Max. It kind of makes Nico sound a little, you know, uh, take a dump on Nico there when he's the <laughs> consistent guy who's putting up twenty points. But Muncy can go off for for thirty thirty five. I don't I don't know that Nico does that. Nico's consistent. 2025 where Muncy could blow up for 35. Yeah. So tale of two players there, type of players there. Do you want your consistent Nico Horner or do you want your uh big wave Max Muncy? I like I said I like consistency and with Nico missing eight games and just being 3 points below Max, I think that speaks a little bit. So I'm still going to roll with Nico yeah. right now. That may right. I may regret that, but <laughs> All right, who, give me another guy. I'll give you a guy that you don't like. Um, Ozzy Albies. Where you got him? I can't even find. I gotta scroll down. I gotta scroll down on this guy. Actually, I gotta control F it. Ozzy. Uh, I mean, no, he's only. Well, if you're looking at the last 21 days overall, he's uh, five points below Nico. Okay, there he is. Uh, let's see, Ozzy Albies, two fifty four batting average, ten home runs. Uh, I think he's playing quite good, good baseball. Let's look at his trends: sixteen, twenty four, twenty two, twenty two, thirty one. I mean, that's and then within the last three weeks, have not yeah. been good. So start the year, no. he was hot. Yeah, yeah. I think similar to Muncy, he was up at the top because those four straight weeks there of twenty two plus. That's solid. But then he's just kind of like you said, the last three weeks, eight, 12, and five so far this week going into Friday is doesn't look like a big week for him. So he's, he's struggling, slumping a little bit. He, if you look at his trends from year to year, he is pretty consistent 24 home runs, 24 home runs, 30 home runs in 2021, and then he was injured in 2022. So he is consistently a uh, good, I'd say, I'd say above average. Uh, player, I'd say if you're in the 500, you're above average. 400s is average. Um, he's on a, a great team, great offense behind him. Uh, I got, I, I hate to say because I poo poo all over him all the time, but he's he's a near elite second baseman. <laughs> nah, I, I agree fully. Like you said, the consistency, I uh, preach that, so I, I like that, and I, I would put him in there with those guys. Do you, is he is is he elite to you at all? Is there a chance for in your mind that he could be elite? I think the chance is there. I mean, in that lineup he's in, you know, if he could keep doing what he did those first four weeks and not have those couple weeks of drop off, just a little more consistency, I think he would scoring wise, he would be right there with those guys. So it's just the kind of. I don't think he trends up and down as much as Muncy does at all, but. Okay. Um, here's another guy I'll give you then. Uh, Nolan, Nolan Gorman. I think, Do we Tommy, believe what is happening? I don't, I don't know. 
it's it's been unreal. I mean, I, he's got the minor see. league pedigree to be a, a a top prospect that he was. Um, he, the Cardinals are hot. Only twenty three years old. So, so do I, we, we do we believe this breakout and will it last? I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I believe the breakout, but I think there will be some. It's gonna cool off a little bit, but I still think it's enough to be productive across fantasy. If so that makes sense. Is that it? Is that is he? He is the for the year, the fourth overall second baseman. Does that put him in an elite category, or is he near elite? Man, it's tough. I mean, if you're looking at strictly year to date, you, I mean, you almost have to put him elite. But right, if you look at that slugging percentage, he's the only second baseman in the 600s. Yeah, so coming off a monster, that, monster week at 39 and a half. Besides um, Muncie, he's leading in home runs. He's number two behind Marcus Simeon and RBIs. He's hitting two ninety six too. And he's walking. He is striking yeah. out at a high clip. You wonder if that's coming down, but he's walking too. I think you got yeah, we 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 gotta put him in the uh, elite category. Yeah, I would you, agree. If you he's... have him in your second if you have him if you have him there, you're not looking you're not looking. He's there, you're happy. No. I know Tommy's happy with him. And this is month. This is month of May. You know, we're not saying this is uh, elite. He's gonna. He's elite for twenty twenty three. But at this point of the season, he's an elite second baseman. Yeah, I agree. All right, All right throw, throw another, another name, out, name there. out here. Let me th- let me scroll down a little bit. Give you Jeff McNeil. Ooh, where you got him at? Jeff McNeil overall for the season's batting 281 with two home runs. Um if I have Jeff McNeil I I wish I would have better a better second baseman. I'm a, I mean I don't have to think too much about it. I'm putting him in tier 4. Yeah, I'm with you there. He's never going to contribute in the home run category. Honestly. His trends from week to week is he going to put up is he going to have big breakout weeks? Um, it's, it's tough to, tough to look at it because he did, he is, so let's think about this a little bit. Well, then week one, 21, week two, 15, 29 and a half, 11, 17, three. So the guy's been consistent, but why is he just, why is he so low fantasy scoring wise? If he's consistent across the board. I guess because you just got to see where he's control. All right, so he's not giving you home runs, so you got to think of where where's those points coming from, right? So it's either going to be, you know, your walks, your runs scored, stolen bases, RBIs, that kind of thing is where you got to look. Because if you look at his home runs, you got two on the year. All of twenty twenty two, he had nine. All of twenty twenty one, he had seven. So I think he doesn't strike out a lot. Yes, that's that's very true. 20 strikeouts and 178 at bats, but he just doesn't do, do a lot of damage. And uh, I'm not, if, if someone else along and came better, I'd be happy to replace Jeff McNeil. Yeah, I agree. And that's probably where I'll put him as well. 
Okay. Uh, next guy, Miguel Vargas, your boy. Yeah, my boy. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I mean, he, if you look at the list for a rookie, like he's not that far off of some of those, like towards the bottom of the top mm-hmm. ten guys. So it's just kind of it's been a little bit spotty for me. Like he started out very slow. Um, well, week one was okay, but the next two weeks were slow. So he's gone 23, 7, 7, 19, 26, 19, 15, 5. So it's kind of like doing a lot of this. Yeah. But um, he's he's not striking out a lot, and he's walking a lot. So I think what I saw on Twitter or somewhere was his expected stats were very good. You know, the analytics and stuff, he's just been unlucky. Yep. Um. Strikeout to his walk slugging ratio is percentage very good. is his slugging percentage is trending up. For the month of April, he was around low three hundreds. Where now, towards the end of May, he's in the low four hundreds, around four thirty. So he's trending up. Maybe he he had a he had a uh, injury riddled spring training where he didn't get to take a lot of hacks. The Dodgers think highly of this guy that. He, for spring training, they literally had him standing there, not able to swing, just so he could get looks. Yeah. Um, yeah, they like yeah, him. He's, so a, we'll, he's a rookie, twenty-three, getting consistent playing time. You know, it's to me a constant starter. Like he hasn't been out of the lineup. He's not splitting time. Like I have him as two or three good starter. I mean, I think it's only going to get better with him. I could be wrong. Maybe biased because I have him. But to me, to be 23, that highly regarded, I don't know. It's, it's between so three and four. If you want to go regarded, I'll give you tier three. But right now, he's if if he's on your team and you you he's not playing to to he's not playing to win right now. I think right now you wish you had better. Yeah, uh, yeah. If I take my bias out of it, I agree with you because I have. <laughs> but yeah, you're probably right. I'm mean, probably right. You are right. I would agree to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's tough. Well, yeah, week two and three he put up. But again, he's 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 trending up. He's scoring 50, at least 15 points a week. If he can get up to 20 points a week, he could be he could jump, skip tier three and go right to tier two almost. I got you. I got you a good name here. A good one coming up next, guy. He's been hurt, but we'll throw him out there. Jazz Chisholm. Jazz Chisholm. I am not a Jazz Chisholm fan. Um, I don't. He's just always hurt. I don't think he's. Let's see. And since he's come up in 2020, he's never played more than 124 games. Uh, 2022, he played 60. So far, he's only played 39. He's out with what a broken toe. Yeah, turf toe, broken toe, something like that. And they said four to six weeks, right? He's out until at least June 9th. They they bumped that up. Jazz Chisholm right now, for what he was doing, he's tier four for me. Uh, He's he's got the same stat line, maybe worse. Actually, it is worse than Miguel Vargas. I I would take Miguel Vargas over Jazz Chisholm. Yeah, there's been a lot of hype. I think he was on the cover of the show, right? He is that right? He is on the cover of the show. Is on the cover this year, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the average. All right, his, he's hitting 229. To me, if you're hitting below 250, 
you have to be hitting a lot of bombs, a lot of a lot of RBIs. That's, that's how right. I see it. I right. mean, he's at least making Schwarber, up for that. The Kyle Schwarber. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, the average is low, striking out a ton. He is getting stolen bases. Those are there, but okay. RBIs are – he has seven home runs and only 16 RBIs. So, like – so yeah, if, if you look at it that way, then and you look at he's played, he's only had 144 at bats and he's at 103 points. Um, at that time, I wonder if I, can we can we look at the category of just a certain month? No, we can't. Oh, through I just period. Let's see what happens when I click this button. Nope. Okay, I was trying to see if we could just on CBS look at the month of April to see where he rated. I can look at it this way. Let's see. Jazz Chisholm, 20. His trends were 21, 6, 18, 31, 25. All right. So if I put that bias aside and look at where he was, I'm excited to get Jazz back. Yeah. And well, you got to look too. You went 31, 25. There's a gap in there for week five where he missed a whole week too. From a from, from a different in, from a different injury, yeah, right. So so yeah, you, but I agree you, though. I agree. Those last two weeks showed you promise with them. All right, so you gave me a. I'll, I'll categorize him first. I'm I'm still leaning good starter, but I'm trying to push him to near elite because if he is healthy, he's a near elite player. Um, yeah. What do you think? I, I think we can go. We can go near elite if he if he's with the. With the caveat that when he's healthy, so that we can yeah, put that was, star in there. Yeah, caveat of healthy. I still think the strikeouts got to cut down. It's, it's super high. He's got fifty-two strikeouts, to only twelve walks. Something's got to give there a little bit to me. Right. He's he's like, got to get that average up. Yeah, or you got to hit a lot more bombs if you're going to hit for that average. So the stolen bases, though, fourteen from. What his little sample size is very good. I mean, we've seen Estery Ruiz be productive with just with 25, right? Yeah, so based what? on that environment, you know, you could still have him near elite, I would think. Okay, near, near elite to good starter. I, I wouldn't put him elite at all. No, I would, I would say, put him elite. I would say the low end barely got accepted into tier two. How was that? I put an asterisk and I said when health asterisk when healthy. <laughs> of course, nah. when someone's hurt, they suck. So that's a that's a silly asterisk. But yeah, um, but I mean, if, if you have them on your team, you're feeling good. If they're still playing through injury, it affects your fantasy. So <laughs> yeah, All right, I got yours, Dave. Here, how do you feel about uh, Whit Merrifield? Whit Merrifield, where's he at in the top? He's, is he number ten or just a? Uh... He's tending. just above Miguel Vargas. So he's outside of the top 10. He's a guy, he's getting old, is he not? He's like 34, 35. Well, when he broke out, he was 30, 31, I think. And he was stealing bases, right? Like that was before the rules changed. He was, he was. Yeah, before the rule change and stealing bases became a given. I mean, his his point spread, he's one that's pretty consistent as well, though. He got Like he's got 19. Then he had two bad weeks, 11 and 9. Then he went 20, 21, 18, 12, 18. So kind of hovering around that high of 21, which is kind of 
I mean, if he stays around that, that's fine production wise, but yeah, to not have anything so what, above what, 25 what plus yet, it's concerning. I'm putting him at three. Good starter. Yeah. Just because I think he's older. He's 34. He still has 14 steals, though. But he's just he's not putting up the points that you you get out of an elite player. So he's still a good yeah. a good start. Tier three is not bad. I yeah. think we're trying we're pooping on it a little bit. Yeah, it's a good um, starter. Like you're not hurting there. It's not hurting you. Yeah. So let's let's uh, have you pick another guy. All right, I'll give you Cattell Marte. Where you got him? <laughs> Man, that that guy went from like elite and just fell off a cliff as soon as I traded him to you. Yes, he did. Don't mind. <laughs> he was fantastic. <laughs> Who did, that was twenty prior to the twenty twenty two season. Who did I get for Cattell Marte? It was you got Alcantara. I got Marte, oh, that's right, right before Marte here. Marte and Glass now because that's when I had I had Sandy coming off a year where he was I think his record was five and fifteen. He <laughs> was under five hundred points, um, getting no wins. So I was like, sure, I'll take the chance on Glass now with his high regard and Marte coming off a great year. I was like, sure. And then glass. Now I got hurt again. Marte sucked and Sandy went on to have his only good year. It's back to <laughs> back to below earth now. So yeah, a little history for you. Um, so Cattell Marte, 279, 341, 464. He's hitting a low amount of home runs. He's not stealing bases. He's not walking. He's striking out. Um, he still projects on a week-to-week basis for about 20 points. Very streaky guy. Um, I think if you have him in your lineup, you feel okay about it. You're not dying. You're not dying with him in your lineup. So for that, I got him at tier three, a good starter. Yeah, I would agree. Based on his history okay. and a little bit of up and down. Not stealing bases, not hitting home runs. Like something's got to give there. You know, it's going to be the production's got to come from somewhere. So I think those good weeks are his home run weeks, essentially, from the little sample size he has. But yeah, I would keep him there. You're not getting hurt that position with him. Yeah. All right. Let's each pick one more. And that okay. gives us 15 second basemen. Um, you picked Cattell Marte there. I will give you Bryson Stott. Bryson Stott. He's the Phillies' leadoff hitter. He's batting two. He's batting two ninety one, three twenty five, four oh eight. Only stealing five bases, walking ten, five home runs. How do you feel about him as your fantasy second baseman? I'm going to put him at tier four, which he had better. And the only reason I say that, looking at his spread, he goes 20, 24, 16, 7, 8, 9. So three straight weeks below 10 points, pretty bad. And then 25, and then this week going into Friday, he's at 10 points. So probably he's not going to eclipse 20 this week. But uh, it's just not enough pedigree there and a little too much up and down for me. Yeah, like I, I think you're probably probably looking for a trade target for second if he's your starter at the moment. He's lacking the ability for big weeks. Anything above 25, I would say like 25 is his cap in a good week. He's not he's giving you 35 points 
as any kind of elite player. Yeah, I agree to that. All right, who you got? All right, I got um, where do you go? Adam Frazier, former Adam pirate, Frazier. now Orioles. Who does he play for? Orioles. The Orioles. Man, I, without even just knowing, I I, I want to put him in the wish you had, you had better, just because I know he's not. I don't know what he's doing. Um, but looking, pulling him up, he's just moving to the leadoff spot for the hot hitting Orioles. Um. Let's see, it's the first time this season he's batting higher than fifth. He's coming into this game batting 342, 357, 634 over his last 11 games. That's that's tough because he's batting in front. He's batting leadoff for a great team like I was talking about. Um, the same for Nico Horner. Let's see, what is what does his trends look like? Not good. I would, I would, he's one of those guys, kind of like a prospect. Yeah. Yeah. I think he has great outlook. Um, he has good chances, but I'm still going to give him wish you, you wish he had better in tier four. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. To me, it's teetering between three and four. I might keep him on tier three, the good starters, just because of the change of scenery this year, being at Baltimore and, you know, batting leadoff for them. Um, the potentials there, I'd say. Like I was looking at his previous year's stats. I think his highest scoring year is four hundred or four hundred one. But he used to play for Pittsburgh, so right. So I think what you're saying is you have you have good outlook. So you would you would love to have him on your hold them on your bench, and maybe if he breaks out, you have a trade piece, a good trade piece of a second baseman. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Are you are you happy starting him at this point? Well, based on what we talked about, I have my starters in a tier four, which you had better. So personally, yes, I would be <laughs> happy with the upgrade, I guess. But okay, I, for, the, for the purpose of this, I'd say just keep him in four, which you had better. Because like you said, it's a little bit trendy. No pedigree. He, he's in a good situation he, and got to hope he continues. He's only scored over 20 points once. He's actually only scored over 16 points twice. So he's he's on the up and up. If we were if we were talking about guys to watch for second base, Adam Frazier is probably a good candidate for that. Yeah, and he's yeah, multi-eligible. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. So I'd so, probably keep him. Um, I'd probably keep him where you said. The wish you had better originally. Wish you had better at this point. If we revisit, we could revisit it in June and see what he's like. If if moving him up has done value, but at least we have this list of right now. I wish I had better. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got one more for you, just because we've talked about him before on the podcast. Andres Jimenez. Dude. Okay. So with him, <laughs> I drafted him because I had him last year. He he looked great in his sample size last year. Um, he didn't start. I, I think he was a starter going into the year. He came in – I can't remember when he came in, but he had some good production for me when he came in. So I drafted him thinking he was going to be good, and he's been horrible. Absolutely <laughs> horrible. Uh, tier 4, no question. I don't tier 4, no question. That's pretty yeah. funny. Maybe it was la – was it last week I think we were talking about Andres Jimenez? 
Probably. I mean, and, he scored 400 last year after not being up for the first part of the year. So, you know, I think he missed some games. He was potentially, if he played the whole season at that pace last year, probably 450, 475. Yeah. They were, but, uh, I think they were very high. Tommy and sort of Wesley were very high on Andres Jimenez, and I was poo-pooing all over him. No, he's been. What are they high on? He went week one. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I redrafted a steal. Like he was scored forty three points in week one. I was like, oh my gosh, I, he improved from last year. How is that possible? Then since then, he's gone fourteen six, thirteen two, thirteen four four. Oof. I couldn't Oof. drop Oof. him fast enough. Like I was <laughs> forty three <laughs> points week one, and like he wasn't in our auction draft. He was seven dollars. So I was like. Hey, I know what he did last year. If he builds off that, or second go. baseman, you know, let's go. In the forty-three points, I was like, "All right, let's go, Andres." And then horrible, oh. <laughs> absolutely horrible. He didn't save it for any of it for the rest of the year. Not heck, no. It's all in week one. <laughs> well, so, all right. Tier well, four. this is yeah. Tier four. So to recap, we've in tier one we've got Gliber, Marcus Simeon, Mookie Betts, Nolan Gorman. Tier two, we've got Nico Horner, Max Muncy, Ozzy Albies, and Jazz Chisholm. Tier three, Jonathan India, Whit Merrifield, and Catal Marte. And wrapping it up in tier four, Jeff McNeil, Miguel Vargas, Bryson Stott, Adam Frazier, and Andres Jimenez. You might be wondering, hey, what about what about uh the the Astro second baseman? I am blanking on his name. What is his Altuve? Jose Altuve does not qualify for this for this ranking at this point. He has not played enough games for us. So th- this has been uh, episode eighteen, right? Episode eighteen of Fantasy Baseball Camp. Will and I, Will and I, rebuilt for through two months of uh, Fantasy Baseball second base tiers. Um, check us out. Check them out. See, tell us what you think. If you think we ranked uh, a second baseman incorrect. Um, also, if you're listening, be sure on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, hit that follow button for us. That helps our helps numbers. Uh, just we see knowing who, how many people who's interacting with us is, is great. Leave us a review, leave us a comment on Instagram, shoot us an email. It's all the same. Fantasy Baseball Camp at Gmail. Oh, no, that's wrong. Fantasy Camp BNB at gmail.com. And then our, our handles everywhere. Fantasy baseball camp interact with us on twitter tommy loves to get into the analytics wesley too uh will loves to pick, uh list your your picks for the week and uh i'm a little bit of everything there uh but sh- be sure bnb burns bnb co-shaver bnb west and bnb lombard so that wraps us up for episode 18 we'll catch you guys on the next one <laughs>